Welcome to Master the Pause with Marion Moss. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health professional with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Hello, and welcome to Master the Pause. This is Marion Moss, uh, and I am interviewing today Christine Arsenault, Dr. Christine Ars- Arsenault, and I. We've had Christine on episode episode one, and uh, she told us how uh, many ways that limes uh, was a big part of her life for twenty years, and how she cured herself from it. Welcome again, Christine. Thanks for Thank taking the time to come back on. And this time we're going to talk about. Um, the program you developed out of having the experience of curing yourself of limes. Yes. And what I would like to tell folks, and I'd like you to introduce yourself and your credentials, and, which are remarkable. Um, so I would like to uh, let you know why you're watching this today. You have probably recently been diagnosed with Lyme's and you don't know where to start with the treatment. That is probably your first question, what to do. Uh, we're going to offer some things to you that may that you may have heard, heard of and maybe some of the things that you already have been offered from your um, from your doctor, perhaps antibiotics for a couple of weeks, and maybe you've even been told that the rest is all in your mind. That's happened before too. Uh, Dr. Arsenault has been through the process of curing herself from limes and has lots to offer you. But before we get to that, she will tell us about her well-established program which has helped many patients. Uh, Christine, tell us about the, what is your program called and what can you tell the listeners about? Uh, particularly those that know someone that has limes or want to cure themselves of limes. Definitely introduce yourself. We need to know who you are. Uh, so yeah, I earned my doctorate um, in 2008 in pharmacy and I worked at a large teaching hospital. I did a residency. I was a clinical pharmacist. Um, then I worked in an integrative setting and you know, worked with herbalists and acupuncturists and kind of had a little bit more of a holistic approach. I also have certifications in cannabis medicine. Mm -hmm. I had my own personal journey with Lyme disease and multiple co-infections. I was really sick for a really long time and I was able to find my way by kind of uniting mind, body, and spirit and utilizing plant medicine like cannabis and um, utilizing some things in Western medicine, but mostly herbals and alternative and integrative therapies. And so after I figured out my own path and had my own, um, you know, personal growth and my spiritual journey, I was able to fully heal. And it was, it wasn't until after I like discovered that all on my own, that I was really able to understand what true healing was and, what people really need in order to get well. So, what was the next step after that? 
after you got well? Um, yeah, so I, well, so getting well was a bit of a process. It was like a four year journey. Part of it involved moving from Michigan to California. I just was not um, loving Michigan. It wasn't exactly where I wanted to be. I wanted some warmer weather. I wanted to be around Lyme literate doctors who could help me. And so I just made this big change and found Lime it. Lyme literate. Yeah. Wow. You know, it, it was only, sorry to interrupt, but I, this, <laughs> I, limes didn't come into my uh, knowledge until about uh, not even 10 years ago. Okay. Was, has, it's been around a long time then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been around um, for a while. Um, and Lyme, Connecticut is where they had a bunch of uh, mysterious arthritis cases. And that's where um, it was kind of, I would not want to say discovered because we know that this bacteria has been in ticks for even longer before that. But that's kind of uh, what we associate. That's what the name Lyme comes from mm. is Lyme, Connecticut. Mm. And Which other- is what, what the, uh, is something to do with the tick that deposits the bacteria yeah so the tick is a carrier of bacteria and actually um it used to be conspiracy theory but there was recently a book um published called bitten by chris newby who's a scientific journalist and she um you know shows data that suggests that the ticks were actually weaponized that this was actually a form of bio warfare um um Plum Island, there's this facility where they were injecting ticks with this bacteria and it may have leaked wow. out. Interesting fact check. <laughs> Very interesting. Yeah, well, the fact checkers would probably check that on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. But um, there's supposed to be more information coming out about that. I think um, I think Congress passed a bill or like they have to come forth with information. And so I don't know exactly where we are with that. I don't think that information has been presented yet, but they are supposed to kind of have some answers for the people. Soon, I hope. Yeah. There are more people out there that don't even know they have it. Yeah. So the thing is, people with Lyme disease really are. So first of all, it's like potentially bio warfare. That is the reason that they have this to begin with. So that's like pretty heavy right there. Mm-hmm. But then um, they also just get dismissed in mainstream, you know, Western medicine a lot of the times. If they're if they complete a course of antibiotics and they still have symptoms, they're usually told it's in your head. There's not not all practitioners like believe in persistent Lyme or think that cases are persistent and so people get told that it's anxiety they get put on antidepressants they don't get taken seriously and so they're Mm -hmm. then really traumatized by the medical system that's supposed to help them and people stay lost yeah and And not knowing what to do afraid to go to the doctor and be shamed or they Mm. don't they don't think they'll believe them or they don't want to keep going the er and get a certain label so there's just the stigma that goes along with it so um, there's a lot of mistrust for practitioners interesting yeah 
practitioners of all kinds? Well, it depends. You know, everybody is different. So some people, and you know, some people are helped by Western medicine. Sometimes antibiotics do work, especially if it's caught early. Mm. Um, they estimate that 20 to 30% go on to have a persistent form of Lyme. Um, I don't know how true those numbers are because there's just a lot of undiagnosed Lyme in general. There's issues with the testing not being accurate and you have to really understand the nuances of the testing and know what you're ordering and mm. um, just the way every the way that everything is outlined makes it extra complicated for patients and extra hard for things to be covered by insurance. You have mm. to meet the CDC definition, but there's reasons that um, that definition doesn't make the most sense like it could be more all-encompassing but based on a vaccine that's no longer in the market they change the testing and so it's really complicated for patients they don't understand they have to kind of do their own research to really know how to navigate the system and then they might kind of be judged along the way and have you know just that extra resistance of practitioners not believing them so if uh i hope it, it, those of you listening who have some question about your health and don't know what is going on, um, Christine, can you offer where they might start with a reliable source? Yeah, um, it's, you know, it's always patient specific. Some people go to Western medicine, that's what they prefer, that's what they feel comfortable with. Other people, one herbalist or something more natural. So everybody has their own bias and you kind of have to find a practitioner that you're comfortable with. So trusting your practitioner is kind of like the number one thing. So that's gonna look different for everybody. Mm. Uh, but some resources that I recommend would be the Institute of Functional Medicine. Um, functional medicine practitioners tend to look at the root causes of things. So whether it's Lyme or something else, they might be able to help figure out what's going on. So if you go to the Institute of Functional Medicine, you can do a provider search mm. and find providers. And then there's also ILADS, I-L-A-D-S, International Lyme and Associated Diseases Society. Mm -hmm. And they have what we call Lyme literate practitioners. And so they um, tend to have a lot of doctors that are more Western medicine traditional, give traditional antibiotics, um, but there's also um, you know, naturopaths and different integrative doctors as well that okay. might be ILADS trained. Okay. So um, that would be another good place to look. Yeah, I have a feeling, because uh, I've had chronic disease uh, that uh, that I, had, I needed both allopathic and uh, naturopathic. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think working together, getting getting educated on what your feelings are and who says what and what the best thing is for you at any one time? Yeah, and there's no, you know, there's no judgments that like, that I do think that Western medicine has failed some of some of my clients. They come to me and they have been traumatized by the system. And so I don't think Western medicine is always the answer, the only answer, the right answer. Mm -hmm. I do think it serves us in certain situations and I do think it's beneficial for some patients and for some of the time, but I think that there's other options and there's other cultures in the world. There's other ways of doing things. And so there's so many different ways you can look at health and it's not just physical, um, you know, the mind, body, spirit techniques are so powerful. So yeah, it's, it's yeah. where do you want to start? What suits you at the moment? You can incorporate different things. And if you 
can work with a practitioner that can help you navigate everything, kind of put those all together for you so that you do it in a safe way, that's extra beneficial because the system, you know, practitioners don't talk to each other either mm. and they don't feel comfortable recommending something that they don't know anything about. So they think their way is the only way and that the patient has no choice and has to do it their way. And so, mm. yeah, it's, yeah, it's a lot to navigate. I would suspect there'd be some, uh, have you uh, written some papers that about the topic and, the, and what you've gone through? Um, well, I mean, read I, about, I write, say the practitioner is listening right now. We could, we could refer them to something that you've written about. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, I write blogs on my website. Oh, perfect. Yeah, uh -huh, perfect. So limesupport.com is the website. Speaking of your website and your program, would you uh, like to summarize what what someone can experience when people register? What can they? Because I know it's a very organic process that, yeah, you're, that so, you're offering. So basically, I have a blueprint of what I offer, but it's so individualized right. per client. So right. it's um, a set program in some ways. There's certain things that I teach that are standard, that are just universal laws, ways to get to your goals faster. Mm -hmm. Um, but then it's personalized coaching along the way. So it really depends what that person wants and needs at that time and how I can best guide them mm -hmm. and just where they're at in their journey. So it's so different for everybody. Um, but what, what we get you to do is to assess your current situation and figure out what you most need. Mm -hmm. And we work on letting go of beliefs that are no longer serving you, energy that's going out places it doesn't need to. Uh, just releasing things in your life that, that just are not helping your journey. And then we work on manifestations and bringing in what you do want and seeing that vision of your healthy self and a lot of mindset techniques and incorporating mind, body, spirit and um, soul language and how to speak to your soul and how to address emotions. And, you know, we can do different herbals or cannabis medicine or plant medicine or supplements or, um, you know, provide education on medications. I can do a wide range of things. It just depends on what the client needs. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's kind of just a fun, um, program where we craft as we go. I never know exactly what it's going to look like until we are creating it together. It's mm -hmm. really kind of like, a beautiful dance you do with a client and you give them what you what they need and you support them how you can you provide them the resources um, but ultimately it's their journey and it depends on how and what they want to do uh, but I provide framework to do it and that that framework in the form of videos and different things that I give them they can then take and apply to their life and watch it over and over and use it not only for their health but their career and their social connections and everything in their life because what I'm providing is just education on universal laws of how to use, you know, quantum physics and the power of your mindset and different things to just get to that place, that goal that you want quicker and, you know, break down those barriers that are holding you back. Well, I, I would just hearing you say that, I feel myself opening up. <laughs> I have a feeling that, um, that I, I, I would be heard in every cell in my body, if you were treating me for limes, that's what I feel like. Like you, it, nothing would be missed. My body would be moved. 
my spirit would be moved, my, my uh, emotional body would have lots of insights, and my, uh, my whole aura would change. That's, that's kind of what I just got from what you just said. <laughs> like, I, I have a feeling nothing would be missed. It sounds yeah. absolutely great. Well, I have very limited spots for my one-on-one -on -one coaching clients, so I actually provide a free phone consultation mm -hmm. where I um, can discuss the potential client's goals and we can talk about their their barriers again see, it's see individual for, yeah and that way we see for a good fit for working together um and then you know i select clients based on who's going to be the best fit and how much room yeah. i have so it's it's kind of like an interview for me to decide who i'm going to work with because you need the time too to exactly i i take a very limited amount of clients because i do put my personal energy mm. and and time of course into them and i make them a priority and so um i only have energy for a select amount it gets it's very very personalized i, I can see that it's uh, literally um the attention is on you and what your needs are and and it's not even in person anymore it, it these days it's on zoom so your projection and how to help and cure must, I would think that would take a lot of powerful energy to do that. Just knowing how energy works. Yeah, yeah, I definitely have to, um, you know, ground myself and, um, you know, clear my energy, make sure that I have pure energy to give to the client mm -hmm. as well. and. Um, yeah, I think there's a lot of healing power in that as well and, and giving my my healing energy to them. I'm uh, very, very impressed with what what you have to offer. And would you like to talk about uh, different ways that people can find you and how they can get involved in, say, the Facebook group? Or Yeah, yeah, I have a Facebook group called Surviving Lyme navigate your disease and reclaim your health. So um, find me on Facebook, join my group. I post different videos, different resources and things. Um, you can also book a call with me there if you would like to get into my 90-day program. Um, and you can also go to limesupport.com to check out our website, read different blogs, and learn about um, some some different holistic hospitals that we work with that are doing some pretty effective Lyme protocols. Very good. Instagram. Instagram as well, Lyme Support Inc. And also uh, Christine Arsenault if you want to follow me personally. Excellent, excellent. Well, thank you so much. Is there anything else you want to add before we um, let people quickly look you up and find you? Um, just that, you know, there is hope you can get better and everybody's path is going to look different. And so it's not about asking somebody what protocol they did. Yeah, it's about figuring out what's best for you. And so like, 
if somebody did one protocol, it worked for them, but that doesn't mean it's going to work for your body. That's and, really important. And your co-infections mm -hmm. and your, like everybody has different, you know, nutrient imbalances and maybe methylation issues or other toxicities. And so it's, it's really, it has to be personalized and you have to kind of go on this journey on your own and mm -hmm. be your own advocate, but there is help available. You can get better. Um, you just have to know that you can. Yes, uh, I believe that. I believe that uh, inside and out. Thank you so much for uh, all that you're doing for everyone. And, and uh, I hope this goes far and wide around the world. We've had so much success with uh, uh, Christine's uh, last video, uh, video and podcast. So we'd love to invite you to um, look her up and find out more and and if you hear about limes pass it on to your friends about this podcast thank you for joining us today Mary Moss and uh, find us on masterthepause.com and so long <laughs>